Audio software is very good. I pay too much for it. No, your audio software is great. I'm talking about all other audio software. <laughs> Taking you to task, audio. You audio files. Apparently, that's sort of going to be the, one of the first technical, like artistically, artistic or technical jobs that's going to be replaced by robots. There's a service online that if you drop audio in, it automatic a a robot masters the audio for you and like makes it sound that good good. What? What's gonna yeah. happen to the producers of the world? Everybody uh-huh. will really forget about Dre. <laughs> oh, you forgot about Dre? <laughs> but you remember Drebot? You remember Drebot five thousand, but you forgot about Dre. Yeah. You forgot about O one O O one one O one one O one one Dre. Dude, that dude is dope. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant oh one one oh one one oh oh one one oh Dre. Oh, yeah, that guy's a, he steals jobs. He steals <laughs> he steals jobs. We need to build a we firewall. Took our job. We got to build a firewall. We- <laughs> oh, welcome welcome to the pregame, by the way. Oh yeah, I forgot. Hey, the welcome com- to the Tommy House Party pregame. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. Uh, yeah, we've been babbling for a, for a grip. That's what we call a cold open, folks. What we call the <laughs> coldest of opens. That's um, that's what you can expect from the pregame. Zero structure, <laughs> zero discipline. <laughs> Just like a real pregame. Zero, zero laughs. No, hopefully not. I've already laughed this episode, so I have too chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> on the you can see on the Vince chuckle tracker. <laughs> the Vince chuckle we got tracker. a nice. We got a chuckle front coming in from <laughs> southeast. Uh, should hit us by a uh, early Sunday afternoon. Don't forget about that that low pressure giggle system. If those two combined, we got a ha ha factory. Heavy laughter fall. <laughs> Heavy laughter. Next three days. Kafas. Be on your lookout and bundle up because you want to prepare for those kafas. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, welcome to the show where we dick around and oh yeah, tangentially talk about Dragon Ball because. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the state, and technology is not our friend at the moment. If you saw the live video, you you knew. You saw how you knew what you were getting into. There. This is the general tone of these episodes. Yeah. But before we get into uh, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. uh, because I've been holding off on watching more Dragon Ball until you get back. Yeah. I have. I you know I went to I went to my side piece. You know my side piece <laughs> anime right now. And a lot of a lot of people are going to call me basic. For watching this, but I'm back into Naruto Shippuden, and <laughs> how deep? I am season three deep. You can't see my face, but it's well. My face is when uh, in any like teenage comedy, when like the group of guys walk into something that they find gross. <laughs> it's that face. Yeah, it's that face. It's like, oh, your mom's underwear. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, Sasuke just killed Orochimaru, and he's he's already assembled his crew, and they're about to run into Naruto and Kakashi and and the crew. Um, Wait, there are gang fights. There are ninja gang fights. 
it's more like you know every village has their ninja, mm-hmm. right? So all the, the classic ninja. saying: <laughs> every village has a ninja. ninja. <laughs> That's not a bad start to a movie. Either. It's not. I wish I could write that movie. I might write that. Movie. I've never written a movie before. Can't be hard, right? Mm, I have written three, no four. All bad. <laughs> I I highly doubt that, Aaron. You're a talented man. Most bad. Most bad. One okay. Hmm. I'd like to read them sometime if you if you feel like you want to share. We'll see. <laughs> oh, it got really serious. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna reel it back. Real back. <laughs> uh, I feel so bad for everyone, man. Because, like, this is... Okay, so this is super fun for us. Like, I'm... This is fun for us. I miss your goddamn face. I oh, miss your the face chuckles we have. <laughs> like, I feel like everyone was like, what the... F- why did I tune it? Why did I take up 50 megabytes of my <laughs> phone storage for this goddamn nonsense? 50 megabytes? We're 50 megs? That's like an hour episode, yeah, ish. Oh, I don't know wow. if it's gonna be an hour, but like, yeah, you don't obsessively look at the de- at the uh, <laughs> sizes of your audio files from podcasts. Mm, not quite. But shit, you better upgrade your phones, homies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to use data for this. No, no, you better stream this over Wi-Fi. Don't even <laughs> download it. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> So some semblance of order, I do want to give some shout outs to some people that have been very kind uh, by either, you know, yakking at us on Twitter, uh, plugging Mm -hmm. us on their show or just, you know, liking and sharing all their shit. First of all, everyone who's like gone to the Facebook page, uh, followed us on Twitter, liked us on Instagram. (laughs) Vince is clapping, not the other general golf clap. Just so you on know. my on my end, it does not sound like clapping. It rhymes with clapping, though. Let's just get it out there. Fapping. <laughs> I was not fapping, Aaron. I'm sorry, I was breaking the rules of improv and being coy. Oh, don't be coy. Know the thing. Know the thing. Know the share thing. your truth. Why is today the day? Oh, because it is. <laughs> because today is the day we podcast. Today is Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, slowly and surely, you, the ba- this ball squad is growing. One yes. ball at a time. One ball at a time. For a lifetime. Holler <laughs> <laughs> uh, at your boys at the Soapbox Office podcast. Uh, Josh Roush and Mitch Cleaver. Uh, Mitch Cleaver is a buddy of mine. Uh, they have a podcast where they uh, put down a overrated or highly acclaimed movie in favor of an underrated movie that's just as deserving of praise that maybe people don't ha- know about it. Uh, if you love movies, you'll love this. Uh, but they they gave us a little shout out uh, on their on their podcast, uh, so that was very nice. Me and Mitch had a limerick off. Ooh, a limerick off. There was no official vote of who won, but I didn't win. <laughs> So wait, what if I wanted to go back and and get a bit of that limerick off so I can make my own informed decision as to who won? I want to say episode 31 of the Soapbox Office podcast, if you want to listen to a very lame limerick. And are they on iTunes and stuff? Soapbox Office yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, Soapbox Office podcast. That's Soapbox Office podcast. Listen to that. Cleaver and Roche. Howdy. 
Yes. Oh, man, you're good with names. I'm remembering them. September 20th. It's kind of hard to forget the name Cleaver. This is when I did it. And Roche is so close to Roshi. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Roush. Roush. Josh Roush? Roushy. Yeah. Close enough. Josh Roush. <laughs> Master Roushy. Master Roushy. <laughs> did you make any more cabbage? Uh, I don't know why Roushy likes cabbage. <laughs> uh, I just love the stuff boiled, fried, <laughs> fried cabbage. Slathered in butter. Oh, gosh. With a with a nice glob of cottage cheese, Master Roushy. I don't like. I don't like. God, I don't like this character, <laughs> Master. Guys, you are guys. You are getting my Z game, Dragon right? Ball Z game. What? <laughs> Cut to GIF of group of guys going oh. Or a regular show game. <laughs> Next in line uh, for them shout outs, uh, uh, the Broken Elevator podcast. Uh, they, god damn man, they just, on SoundCloud, they always like, they always uh, share all of our episodes uh, at Tam Deman, T-A-M-D-I-M-A. Oh yeah, good guy, on Twitter. good guy. He, he, According to Twitter, we're now in his usual rotation, which I'm awesome. honored to have. It's it, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Holler at my other boys and gals at the Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast uh, that I am in no way affiliated with, <laughs> uh, but they're they they're always very good about liking and sharing uh, our tweets when we post a new episode. So thank, thank you guys. You. We wouldn't be doing this without you, or maybe we would. I mean, we, we probably would. would, but it's it's way it would be less satisfying and like. It would be me, us crying in a car. <laughs> uh, but having having uh, people listen and like responding to what we're doing, it, it's really great. So so thank you, thank you. No, it get, yeah, it gives us the feels, mm-hmm. the good kind. The feels that we usually just push down, down to the bowels of our soul, so they can <laughs> never be accessed. You make us feel those feels. Yes, they leak out every so often. They ooze, they ooze out right. and spread across the land. No, let's be more gross, right? <laughs> they pus out of your body. Pustules pop. Emotional pest. Bleh. Emotional boils grow. Bleh. All right. Enough of that. Enough of that nice stuff. Let's get right into. Let's just cut to Harlem. Twenty whatever. Harlem. Twenty sixteen. Exterior, exterior Harlem streets, <laughs> early morning. Harlem today, on the rise, but still with an un- underbelly of grit. Ooh. Luke Cage, mid thirties, a strong African man <laughs> steps out on the streets. Wu Tang esque music plays <laughs> as he punches a fool and bends a gun in half. Luke Cage, dialogue. Sweet Christmas. A missile flies. It does. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk about Luke Cage. That was me trying to write. <laughs> Off the dome. Well, as an executive, I'll take it. <laughs> Say, st- stop digging, you fake gold. <laughs> no, Luke Cage came out two, three weeks ago mm-hmm. on Netflix. And I have been looking forward to this 
since since the uh, I think the Comic Con uh, preview they had. Oh yeah, that was a good was preview. Him busting up. Oh, he's just busting up into that uh, building. Mm-hmm. Now, where you are in the show, have you seen that scene? Oh yeah, that's like episode three or four. Okay. So, I guess minor spoilers uh, for for the listening audience here. I'm only up to eight episodes deep. Vince is only one episode deep. I'm only one episode deep. Um, I'll I'll try and refrain from talking a ton about plot elements and mainly about like what is dope mm-hmm. about okay. the show. People need to talk about what's great and less about what's shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into um, it. Tell me okay. about why it's so great. So Luke Cage uh, is, I think, the th- third Marvel Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yet to watch Jessica Jones. Uh, and, like, for reference, I don't watch a ton of Netflix. Like, I don't watch a ton of TV. It's it's hard <laughs> to be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to watch entertainment uh, with there being so much of it and also being of a certain age and uh, mm-hmm. certain career bent. Um, so, uh, but I did watch the first like three or four episodes of Daredevil, and that Daredevil didn't grab me right away. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but I'm sort of meh about it. I'm not like. I didn't like latch on to uh, Matt Murdock as a character. Like Foggy Nelson in there, the the guy from the Mighty Ducks that plays him is like hilarious, but he's not like there a bunch. Even with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as a as the kingpin, Fisk, he's like, yeah, yeah. He got he was cool and entertaining, like as Vincent D'Onofrio always mm-hmm. is. But I wasn't. Because they do this one episode where, like, it's Kingpin goes on a date. But, like, you know he's, like, this crime boss. And it's... But, like, you see him going on this date and he's, like... He's, like, awkward. And, like, oh, you know, so it's a good character moment. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he does some, like, gangster-ass shit. So, you know, like, no, no, he's still, he's still the Kingpin. Don't worry. Yeah. He, he's still a criminal. But, like, even that wasn't, like, enough to, like, keep me mm-hmm. going. So Luke Cage is really the, uh, the second Marvel Netflix show that I've watched. I never watched Agent of the Shields. Didn't watch uh, Agent Carter. Uh, they have their fans. I watched Agents of Shield for a little bit. Um, yeah, I liked it early on, and then once they were like, "Hey, you know what would be really cool is if we tied the movies into every single episode." And I'm just like, "That's cool," but I'd love to see what these characters are, and like you get most of that up front, and that is just like mm-hmm. kind of just fan service for the sake of fan service and they don't no i hate don't that always have the appropriate characterizations of characters like i was intrigued by the fact that ghost rider is going to be showing up in like well showed up in a few episodes of uh angels mm-hmm. shield and like i don't know what the deal is like if they couldn't get the rights to him riding a motorcycle or if it would be too expensive to animate all that no that's what that's what it is in the uh in the new comics so ghost rider is just a uh, he's literally a demon that hops from body to body uh but the new iteration in the comics is like this i believe it's this young hispanic guy that rides a hot rod Mm. and i think that's fucking badass yeah but i miss (laughs) like i'm not complaining a bike is also cool. Yeah. And hey, man, Nicholas Cage is all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I 
I really dig uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. That's the because it's the guy this this the yeah. second one. It's got some really cool moments. No, because I think it's sort of you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna go over the top, and it's the guys that did Crank. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I crank. think they're I love Crank. Like they're fucking fun. Like they're fun dudes to see. Like what they do and like sort of they're they're the insanity that they mm-hmm. come up with. Yeah. But like anything where it's it's Ghost Rider and he has a industrial saw that's on fire mm-hmm. just just from like a radness yeah <laughs> level it's like that's rad to see mm-hmm. sure the movie's not great story-wise but like i don't know that's cool to see it's like it's transformers you know what i mean like the stories yeah. are never very good in those movies but it's awesome to see optimus prime rip megatron's arm off stab a flaming sword through his chest and rip out his allspark like it's awesome. <laughs> the children's cartoon Transformers. <laughs> it's like uh, the whatever the the Transformers four. Like it was not a good film, but when I sure. saw like when I saw Grimlock as T Rex in the T Rex form, I was just like, holy crap, man! <laughs> like the fact that Optimus rode him into battle like a mount and just like crashing through like buildings and stuff. It's like it's fun it's fun to see but it's not it's not like john wick which is like ooh man stylized okay. <laughs> like action with a story that's told so organically you don't even have to ask like there are questions in that film that like some movies don't answer and you're frustrated by why they don't answer it mm-hmm. but with john wick it was just like yeah i don't need to know what's like i don't need to know what the gold is like i don't need to know exactly yeah. what he did to get out all I know is, this is the scariest man. <laughs> this is Keanu Reeves not talking, just shooting, and doing gun gun foo, just pop, 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 just all over the place. And I, I, like, I love that. But let's get back With to it. such a, it's they do. <laughs> I will gush about John Wick because the trailer for uh, John Wick Number two, chapter two, yes, chapter came two. out. Oh my god, Keanu and Lawrence Fishburne reunited. Yeah. I thought you were retired. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It's not a, I, I well like you got to keep in mind my formative years were Matrix filled. Oh, absolutely. So everyone everyone had a pretty decent Keanu. Mm-hmm. But like what John Wick does is what you were talking about is that it does enough world building on the on the back end mm-hmm. that you don't see and enough of it comes up through the movie. They're like, okay, I understand there's like, there's this criminal organization and there are certain rules and there are like things that make it different from, you know, one step removed from our world. Mm -hmm. And you under, you naturally understand that. And it's not, but it's, and like you said, it's enough to where you're not questioning it, but like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh shit, they, they have their own currency. It's almost, and it makes it more mythic as well. Yeah. To where you believe like. Yeah, John Wick is this badass because yeah. we're in sort of this hyper reality. Mm-hmm. The Boba Yaga. Who do you know who choreographed that movie? I do not, but they're they're. I feel excellent. like I feel like I, I'm sure. I, I assume I assumed you would know. I, I I probably did at one point, and I <laughs> plan on watching John Wick again this weekend because I Ooh, it, I did a we did. In improv practice yesterday, we got John Wick as a suggestion. 
And we did one of the best uh, close quarter sets ever. Just like, it was so good. It was so much fun. Oh my God. It is so good. (laughs) Dude, we should, uh, so when chapter two comes out, we should go and we'll do another pregame, I think. Oh yeah. I think that's, I believe there's a, there's definitely some cross, there's a Venn diagram crossover. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I imagine people who enjoy, if you also, we're going to be your Netflix recommendations. Oh, you enjoy Dragon Ball? You might also enjoy us talking about John John Wick. Wick. (laughs) Um, Luke Cage. Yeah, but all that, all that comes back around into Luke Cage in like the way that it's presented, right? All right, yeah, yeah. So, 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 tell me. I guess, I guess before I go off, like your initial thoughts on having watched the first episode. Um, I'm falling in love with the villain. <laughs> like, are you are you a House of Cards guy? Yeah, I'm a House of Cards guy. I, I like. Okay, it, it's cool to see like Rem. I only know him by his character's name. This is shitty. Uh, but like mm-hmm. Re- I, I just I just call him Remy from House of Cards. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to see him like doing it. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he because he's over the top enough. Mm-hmm. But I, and like for, for me, it's a similar thing with uh, John Wick, where it's just like people know him as Cottonmouth, but they're like, yeah, don't call him Cottonmouth. Like just yeah, don't do it. And they're not like, there's no expeditionist to, oh, he was Cottonmouth before he became the kingpin, and then like, oh, this other stuff. I'm like, no, 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 I don't need to know yet. I will let this oh, develop. You'll, you'll find out, yeah. And figure out why it triggers him so badly. Oh, man. And then that scene <laughs> towards the end of the first episode where he where he's interrogating that guy who stole the money, he's slapping him because he doesn't. You like, <laughs> you, like, you like my Biggie poster? Mm-hmm. Perfect framing. Oh, I forgot that was. I forgot that. I love that. Yeah, just. I guess that's us. Uh, I'll go into this since we're talking about that. There's a yeah in the episode one. There's a scene that's in his off in the main bad guy's office, Cottonmouth. Also, this is uh, a spoiler. If uh, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go into it. Oh, but okay. like, it's there's a poster of Biggie with a crown in the background, and he comes in the way they have it framed is when he comes up towards the camera, it's like, it's one static shot, and it's brilliant, and it looks beautiful. Uh, but the crown, like, super... The crown in the background picture superimposes onto the character's head. Yeah. And it's... And it's I love it. It's brilliant. And it's also uh, kind like, of... Ooh, can I interject? It's important yes. to note the lighting in that scene is so mm-hmm. well done that he... He initially isn't stepping... It, like, he's not bathed in red light. And yeah. then he, like, as he walks closer to the camera the red light just kind of consumes him and during his speech he gets angrier and angrier (laughs) and it's just like that's how you do it and here's one like it's i love that it's a story it's a story about new york it's pretty it's set in harlem uh but like it's definitely a lot of assholes will say like the city is is the setting is its own character like no this in this instance it's fucking true Mm mm-hmm because it's a character that like the other characters are fighting over, mm-hmm. uh, but the way it looks, it looks like they kind of shoot it with these like oversaturated colors. It's very like early Scorsese. If you look at like Mean Streets or Taxi Driver or like uh, Goodfellas, mm-hmm. like there's a generous like use of color and like reds. But what I think part of what 
draws me into Luke Cage more than what Daredevil did was that it Luke Cage is trying to be something else instead of just like a show. Mm-hmm. It's trying to it, it's having its own identity, and part of that identity is through the look and the like, the production design and the cinematography, mm-hmm. and like not just a standard lighting setup, which I think Daredevil has. Mm-hmm. Or at least Daredevil doesn't ha- Daredevil doesn't have enough of a signature look mm-hmm. that you can say that's Daredevil. Mm. Okay. So that that's part of why I love this show is like they take so much care in the technical aspect of it that helps enhance the story. Uh yeah, what else what else from that first episode? Um that, that struck out to you. I what I enjoy like I enjoyed that opening like they're in the barbershop and like it feels like the movie barbershop for a minute and then you're like because <laughs> I was I was trying to be like oh come on man like I don't need that I don't need any more of that stuff and then it's just like it took a nice turn and and then you get to see what Luke is all about like Luke Cage is all about kind of you mm-hmm. get that like oh this is kind of him in a nutshell for right now and like you yeah. can kind of, like. I want to know what happened to him. Um, and You'll just, find out. It, and yeah, I know I'll find out. Um, but I, I really like Pops. And I, and I don't want Pops to die. And I feel like Pops is going to die. Somebody in the barbershop is going to die. So there, there's some good twists and or turns. Okay. Because they have, because uh, there's the big robbery in the first episode, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, that, with Chico sort of the and the cat- other guy. Yeah, that's sort of the that's the catalyst for the for the series. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not clean. I do like that Luke is he's very for a guy who's like bulletproof, mm-hmm. and that's not like that's not a surprise. That's not a spoiler. It's not like a spoiler. He's, he's strong and he's bulletproof. That's his thing, which I love. Like to get, I think it's very topical. Mm-hmm. To have a black superhero who is bulletproof right now. Oh yeah, there's no like, there's, and they. Sorry, there's there's no mistake. Like this was not. I, I I find it hard to believe that this was like put out without anybody saying like. You guys know what's going on, right? Somebody was like, "Absolutely, we know what's going on." Which That's is why, why which yeah. is why you need it. Yeah, yeah, we need you need it right now. And, and like they they do address it. I will. I'll just leave it at that. Like, again, it's a guy who's like, I'm bulletproof. But they do a really good job of, like, not just, well, I guess the bad guys are going to shoot him a bunch. Well, I mean, they do. But <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they figure out other ways to mess with him. And part of that is, I think, is him being the reluctant hero. Yeah. Of, like, I'm, like, I'm going to keep my head down. I didn't want any of this shit. Mm-hmm. But, like. But again, it comes down to like, if you can do something, it is your responsibility to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's him like, not because he's like a bad dude. He's not. He's, he's a, he is deep down. He's a good character. But like, it, I think it comes, there's, I think it plays off that culture of like, don't snitch. And they bring that up too. Like mm-hmm. bring that, like comes up a lot. Like I love, like all oh, the side characters are great. <laughs> like there's no character that I'm like, I don't like you. Or like, like a character I, where you're like, why were you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Misty Knight. Like she, she's great. She gets some really choice like scene. Mm-hmm. I love that Frank Whaley is her partner. 
if you remember the late 80s movie or early 90s called Career Opportunities. I do not. Jennifer Connelly. Uh, he was in that. That sort of, I think that's probably the most famous thing he's been in, but I love him. Mm-hmm. He's a really good, just like New York cop. Yeah. It's fucking Shaft, the TV show. <laughs> like in a nutshell. And I, and I love that. Mm-hmm. The music, dude. I am ready for this score to come out. Yeah, the music's really good. Oh, my. It's. And I'm just episode one. Like, the music that you get in that episode is really good. It's really good. Like, they have, they have some needle drops. Like, they have some, uh, some like, just regular. Like, they do put that, that Wu Tang song that was in the, the teaser, the mm-hmm. promo. That's, that is, that's still in that scene. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's Wu Tanged up, man. It's like those horns and it's, it's not a, it's not an 808 machine, <laughs> which I love, which I love. But like for this, they, they, they make it seventies without it being dated or uh, kitschy. Like uh, the get down. I, I'm not saying that it, yeah. that it's kitschy or, or dated because people have been saying some good things about it, but I just don't. I don't know if it's going to captivate audiences long term like I think Luke Cage will. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of it. I I I think it's great. I think everyone does a great job. Rosario Dawson comes in halfway through the season. Mm. Everybody needs Rosie. She she's great. I wish she would get more work. I don't know. I have no power to make that happen, but I can a boy can dream. Oh no, no, no. We'll talk to her. We'll talk to her see what she's doing. <laughs> Maybe we get her on the podcast, you know. We'll get her like, hey, you should work more. <laughs> you you have control of what roles you get, right? Yeah. You do that. You're offer only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May I feel like she, she has to be at this point. Absolutely, she's offer only. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably just sitting back, just doing nothing because she doesn't feel like it. And then when something comes across her. She, like maybe five-ish years back, she wrote a comic. She did? Book. Yeah, it's about like paranormal cops i believe and there's like a comic book version of her in it <laughs> it's not a ryan reynolds movie which i think is also based on a comic yeah i think it is yeah this, this is comic talk comic talk with aaron and vince wow <laughs> superman's strong isn't he you know green lantern you think he ever uh, uh makes a woman with his ring <laughs> absolutely i would nothing like having sex with light beams i know you would vince uh, you're a very lonely man i'm lonely uh-huh, so call us in with two tickets to see Paul, Bob Lart Mod Cop 2 at the Regency 16. First caller who gives us the best fart impersonation gets the tickets. Oh, wow, that stinks. Yeah, Middle America, give us a job. Your job was like radio personality. Like you're up every morning at like five. You're doing four hours. That's your gig. That's not bad. It's no, a good that's life. That's not bad at all. That's a good life, yeah. I, if, especially if it's just like joke them arounds. Oh yeah, that's it. It just have to be some. It have to be something that I would wouldn't mind doing. It like I'm not going to do like NPR stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and today we have on uh, Alderman Ryan Williams. He's going to talk to us about the new law that's going to be passed uh, next week. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But if it's just like, hey, if you have... There's a new law coming out. <laughs> women have to go out with me. Weep, weep. If it's like... That was my uh, co-host, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is an asshole. Jeff the Weasel Kartablowski. 
Je- Jeff is not an actual weasel. That's not. It's not possible. Weasels cannot talk. And now, now Jeff is making. Welcome, welcome. Oh, Maruga. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Jesus Christ, Jeff! <laughs> I want a morning show where it's just a half hour of sound effect. <laughs> It's sound effects and then just cut to music and then more sound effects after. Like, no lead up. I feel bad that all my morning radio personalities are uh, misogynists. Oh, wait, they're not? They're not all dudes? They can't all be dudes. Two wacky guys and the girl saying, you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys, come on, you can't say that. Oh, oh you have a- enough FCC fines. <laughs> Yeah, so basically the moral of the story is, watch Luke Cage. Uh, it's probably going to be something you're interested in. It's not a superhero TV show. It's just, it's a guy who can do stuff and then uses that stuff to better his community. And then it's the mm-hmm. shitty side of the community pushing back against him and what happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. somebody's holding up a mirror to society. <laughs> and it's like, look at yourself. Through the eyes of Luke yeah, Cage. And, and it's 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 a show that, again, unlike Daredevil, I think is trying it's it's trying and succeeding at like saying something about society, but also and standing out from other shows by mm-hmm. being unapologetic about what it is. Gotcha. There's not I, much comedy to that, but No. Because like there's there's something that's it's interesting about how people are talking about this the show and i'm sure it's just a very small vocal minority but like when the show first came out i remember you know just like scanning headlines on the internet something that you probably shouldn't just do uh but like uh people are saying why aren't there any like there's no diversity in this show it's all all black people and like to me that <laughs> that's just the epitome of ignorance like if you have the if you're watching Luke Cage as as a person who is not of color, um, mm-hmm. like and and it makes you feel uncomfortable for whatever reason because you don't see yourself represented. Watch more of it. But like at the same, it's like welcome to other people's world. Yeah, that's why I want I want people like that that feel uncomfortable to watch it to to then be yeah. able to empathize with some someone down the line. It's not going to happen tomorrow. But what you're doing is you're building. Uh, uh, moral character for yourself yeah. that you can then put out into the world and just like be be better we can all be better by doing that so yeah. but it's a show that takes place in harlem new yeah. york yeah. like who do you think is going to be in that's like like oh this this show that takes place in japan where we're all the white people yeah well I, like it's like asking that yeah and i and i'm sure this is like not indicative of like any any real person it could just be internet trolls but uh i think this is this is a point in in history where we can all do so, like one small thing to inform somebody else's opinion about yeah. somebody else's struggle it's just empathy man empathy it's getting better and i and I'm, it is I'm, yeah it's not yeah it's it's still shitty but it's 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 getting mm-hmm. better it's a show about the black experience through mm-hmm. this very like hyper, uh, you know, sci-fi lens, and like, yeah, that's that's what I I love. 
that's what I love about like good genre films, like sci-fi, horror, fantasy, is that it's it's like a little sugar with your medicine. Oh yeah. It's like we can we can talk like let's we can talk about certain things mm-hmm. through this, and it's easily digestible, and you'll like be more receptive to it. Yeah. If Luke Cage didn't have superpowers, and if it wasn't like a crime thing, a mm-hmm. crime uh, show, I probably wouldn't watch it. Like I probably wouldn't be interested. Right. If I'm being yeah, if I'm being honest with myself, I wouldn't be interested like, either. Em- like Empire, like Empire, I'm not terribly interested in. Yeah, I mean, you have to be interested. Like, it's first you have to be interested in what that show is doing. Yeah. And then second, you have to be accepting of of the fact that what you're getting into may not be your experience at all. Yeah. Came for the Marvel, stayed for the story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, Vince. I'm sorry. Aaron, Aaron, you're fine. Aaron, you're fine. It's it's other people. It's always other people. It's the <laughs> it's the mysterious other that I don't that I don't really uh, I don't really understand the way that they think. And uh, it's just yeah. I want to I want to end on a little lighter note if I can. Yeah, I want to end on yeah, a little lighter yeah. note. a so, little lighter note. And also do a callback to an older episode at the same time. Okay. So 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 comedy uh, college humor put out this video. It was one of those fake pharmaceutical ads, but the disease was womanhood. Oh wow! So it's basically like so it's like all the shit women have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some fucker that like you know there are going to be tons of comments. I'm like okay, I gotta look at the I gotta look at these comments. And they're like there's some dude who was just like. Oh, boo-hoo, I'm a woman. Men have to deal with stereotypes and societal pressures, too. We have to be the decision makers. We have to, you know, if you got a... He specifically mentioned, like, if you have a small dick, good luck finding a romantic partner. partner. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just... Can women have one thing? <laughs> like, he... That, that was basically, like, that was my reaction to it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're not no. excluding you. No, yeah. Just let everyone get a goddamn turn. Jesus Christ. All right. So like, and then I'm thinking back to our episode. I'm like, Sorry. this is a perfect opportunity to post a picture of Oolong, if you remember that conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you deal with men's rights activists? You post pictures of Oolong. Apparently, Facebook won't let you post a photo if you're replying to a comment. And so I couldn't. And I felt no! fallen. And I couldn't just put it. And I just couldn't put it in, like, the general mm. comments. That's not great. But I didn't. Damn it. I was so upset. I'm like, no, I need this picture oh, of Oolong. Gosh. If only. I don't know if that's a lighter note. <laughs> I don't know if that was a lighter note. It was, I guess, te- when compared, I guess, yes, it was lighter because some, an idiot was being an idiot mm-hmm. on the internet. Absolutely. And I tried to use Dragon Ball for good. But Facebook. That's what we all should try to do is use Dragon Ball for good, all you listeners. Not evil. Not evil. I didn't realize... So again, we talked about this before, but like I was in Best Buy killing time the other day. Yeah. And I saw they ha- all their anime Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And I guess they pop a season of Dragon Ball Z on a Blu-ray. And it mm-hmm. was like 15 bucks. I'm like, good Lord. That's how I'm doing it. Yeah. That's how yeah. when like when we when we get to that, I think what I want to do. And listeners, you can hold me to this. Is I'll buy the disc. Once we're done with the season, it's the giveaway time. Ooh. 
take take our tra- take our unwantables, <laughs> audience. <laughs> no, Aaron, I, it's I have, just responsible recycling. Okay, I think so. I think I mean you know share, move, pay it forward. Sharing is caring. Yeah, uh, I we've been going well. A lot of this time was like fuck around, like uh, before the show show proper. We're almost mm-hmm. at an hour, but I, I feel like we need an end, another ending. Uh, like or another... I guess we we need we need we need something we need something good to go out on. Hmm, something good to go out on. Tell me something good. Good. <laughs> I'm just looking around my apartment to see if anything <laughs> sparks. Hold on. Cat! <laughs> my cat jumped on the counter because she's trying to catch a fly. She's a bad cat. Uh, but something positive, I think. Jeez. <laughs> I know. I just, I just want something like. Westworld. That's the most watched... positive thing. <laughs> I've I not... know you have not, you've not watched it, but no. Aaron, you need to when you can. <laughs> I'm not a J.J. Abrams like, like I'm indifferent to Abrams. Well, the the thing is, he didn't he didn't direct this. He, he just, his name's on it. His name is on it, but his lens flare's not on it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> there was no lens flare in the old West. <laughs> There's there just were. dust. Yeah, pretty pretty good or damn good. Pretty pretty damn good. Awesome. Excellent show about excellent things and perfect themes and oh, it's perfect it's I, miss, I, I miss the Game of Thrones boat yeah I miss that boat too so maybe so maybe this will be the one to, to clomp on yeah it might be which is weird like I am perfect audience for Game of Thrones uh, yeah I just jumped on it my but like people I mean there are people I know that are crazy about it mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't, I think it was one of those things like, you're too far gone. Yeah, there's too much now. I'll never. There's too much. And I like, I know all the big moments too. Mm-hmm. Just from living in the world. Oh, yeah. Like the White Walkers. And da, da. Who dies? Who lives? The in the Game of Thrones, you either win or die. That's a yeah, thing. Yeah, right? That's the tagline for the show. Game of sure. Thrones, you either win or die. That's how every episode starts. <laughs> yeah, they say it exactly like that. Like, hey, Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. It's a little, it's like a little portly man. Portlyman. Portlyman. Uh, Portlyman. He, it's, okay, so here's how I think Game of Thrones begins. It's, you're in a fantasy land, and the camera just like, uh... City cams through like a street market. Everyone's selling their fantasy wares, uh, potions, uh, meats on bones, uh, and then from below frame, a jaunty gentleman pops up. Like in the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die, and then he just shrugs, and, like walks away, and then we tilt up to a castle parapet where. King uh, Sean Bean is sitting on a throne of swords, which fuck that, first of all. It's not comfortable. It's it's him. Yeah, it's him. Like the first scene, I feel like is him like, like a fucking cushion. Somebody bring me a goddamn pillow. There's magic in this world, right? Yeah. They magic me up. Magic, magic my ass a cushion. Yeah, magic. 
I feel like if there are dragons, there are magic. If there are zombies. They're not zombies. Guys, massive, massive assume spoilers. <laughs> massive assume spoilers. For Game of Thrones. This is Aaron and Vince. <laughs> assume that they've cracked Game of Thrones. <laughs> what should we talk about a show we've never watched? Let's just, let's just... Oh, that's it's not, not a terrible, terrible idea. I feel I'm feeling better about that. <laughs> I just want Sean Bean like if it's five minutes of Sean Bean like walking through empty rooms of a giant mm. castle, just looking for something <laughs> to sit on. Is he trying things as he looks into rooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like uh, like this loaf of bread? No. <laughs> a Cornish game hen? This this no. very one one of one of my mysteries, mistresses, mistries? No, that's horrid. <laughs> A chest filled with things? No. <laughs> My next in line? Surely this will not make him want to usurp the throne if mm, I sit that's on That's a fun word. Usurp. Usurp? Usurped. Usurping me, bro? Nah, bro, I'm just surfing some tasty whip. No, I said usurping me, bro? You after my throne, man? Nah, son. Do you bite your thumb at me? <laughs> nah, I just bite my thumb, bruh. Oh boy, that's how. Yeah, that's what Game of Thrones. It's just Sean Bean trying to get comfortable yep. on that <laughs> goddamn metal throne, and then Peter Dinklage drinking a lot, drinks a lot of wine apparently, and like being snappy, like quippy. He's yeah, Peter Quipman is his character's name. I don't have any quips to give. I don't have. I, we are so we're so out of our element right now. All right, yeah, let's fucking end this. Good lord, we're sorry, everyone. Apolo- <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I'm never sorry. <laughs> I'm a cowboy, baby. Mm-hmm. Dinner, dinner, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're gonna I end saw, it on ooh, that. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Right. No, I saw Kid Rock in concert. I swear to God. You what? The most '90s thing I ever did. Was when my second concert I ever went to. I had to drive an hour to Jacksonville, Florida to see it. It was stained before they got big. Mm-hmm. Then Kid Rock, then Limp Biscuit <gasps> in a stadium. Aaron, I am so surprised at you. <laughs> I, I was in high school. New metal was the thing. I knew you were white. I didn't know you were that white. <laughs> also, the. Third time I smoked weed? Huh. But the first time I felt like that I got high from weed. And you're just like in it watching Kid Rock just, <laughs> Kid just Rock. kill it? I'm kind of I'm kind of high and it's just ball with the ball. <laughs> and bang, bang. <laughs> ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, dicky, 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 this is the boogie, up, jump, the boogie. So come my house party. All the social meds. Go watch mm-hmm. that live video that you missed on the Facebook. And also like us while you're there. Um, yeah, share with know. your friends. God, I don't know why I do this voice whenever I'm self-promoting because I think it makes me feel less self-conscious about telling, oh, then, asking people to do stuff or, or whatever makes. I you don't happy. like. Re- I don't. Yeah, I don't like requesting things. No, you're a sweetheart. But uh, <laughs> uh, write to us how much you hate this format. Yeah, please. Come a house party pod at <laughs> gmail dot com. And then uh, you can follow me no, on. Ooh, ooh, sorry. No, Did go, go, go. Nope. Oh, yeah. Follow me. Follow me on uh, the social medias. Uh, I am uh, at Vinti, uh, uh, V I N T underscore E on uh, Instagram, 
and Twitter. Uh, I recently put up a photo of me and my dad. Me and my dad hanging out. And people really like that, so uh, feel free to like that. More dads. <laughs> people have spoken. More dads. More dads. Um, I am at Aaron J. Shelter on Twitter. It is a wasteland uh, of posts. Uh, but at Ajax Shelton, uh, spell it like the cleaner. Uh, you can, uh, pictures of my dogs and funny things that I think are humorous to me. He's very good at those yeah. funny things. <laughs> and they're humorous to more than just him. Mm, too he, fun. He, Aaron's pretty good on Twitter. He's good at Twitter. Right, you're, you're very good at having a dad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, that's it for the pregame. I think we got maybe one or two more of these. And then yep. we're back, back on that grind. Back in the New yeah. York groove. Back in the New York groove. Wait, is that a song that you just made up? Right. No, no, no. This is the song. It's like, I'm back. Back in the New York groove. Boom. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. And then we and then that I don't song know. plays us out and and goodbye. Yay. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. This is a pregame. It's a pregame. A classic male pregame. Not a weekday, so this is when we take shots and we chase an alternate DJs. And then we pray, cause this is a we get too drunk. <laughs>